I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. All right, what's up, Cuse Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Cuse Militia podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it, as always, and subscribe if you would, please. We really appreciate that. It helps us out a bunch, so thank you. Uh, the, the Monarchs of Old Dominion, they're going to come to the Dome Saturday, December 15th, and uh, a scheduled noon tip-off. We'll let you know what to expect there. We've got some Cuse news that has happened since, uh, that has broke since we've been gone. But first, uh, if you like watching sports, maybe you like fancy football, you like getting in on the action, you like putting some money on fancy football, well, you can do the same thing online. If you haven't uh, spiced up your sports watching, head over to my bookie. Whether you're an expert or a rookie, you should be betting at my bookie. If you're the kind of guy or gal that likes to bet a little and win a lot, like playing numbers on roulette, then uh, you can create a big parlay. Pick three teams to win, and if you hit all three, you could turn 100 bucks into 600 bucks. There's tons to bet on. We've talked about it. NFL, NBA, NHL, custom props, esports, college basketball, college football, you name it, it's on there. Uh, my bookie is one bet I know you'll be happy with all year. I recommend these guys because I really trust them. My bookie has been in business for years, and as you know, they have great online reviews, and their mobile site is easy to use. So sign up with my bookie this week, and they'll give you 50% deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll. It's a great way to bank even more money when you win. Also, make sure to follow them at, Met, uh, at BetMyBookie on Twitter. They personally respond to every mention in DM. Not to mention, they give, uh, they've give they given away more than $10,000 in free money to their followers this football season. You'll be the first to know as soon as new odds or props are posted. So log on to MyBookie right now and use the promo code QS25 and get 50% deposit bonus. That's promo code Q25. Q's 25. You play, you win, you get paid. M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-G. Mybookie.ag. Sup, Joe? What's going on, buddy? Not too much. So, uh, real quick, I'm going to hit up Mr. Staffo's book one time, Jim Beheim in Syracuse Basketball. Um, it is a great book. It is, it, it is um, I'm about halfway through it. I should be done with it by now, but I'm a busy guy. I'm a busy guy with the podcast and the this and the that, you know. You struggle to read. That's what it is. <laughs> well, he's been telling besides... he's been telling me, Staffo, he wanted you to do a book on tape, but you know, I didn't even think about that. He probably does have an audio book, but you know what the problem with the audio book is? Is you can't have it signed and sent to you. And if you would like something signed and sent to you, personalized with your name to Joe, to Joe from Don. Aww. 
thanks for the book. Thanks, thanks for buying my book. Love thanks, you. Don. Love you, Don. Uh, if you want something like that, you can email Mr. Staffo at dstaffo, S-T-A-F-F-O-64 at gmail.com, at dstaffo64 at gmail.com. Uh, he will... He'll let you know how much. I believe it's 32 bucks or something like that. Don't quote me on that because I, re- I forget now. But he will personalize it, and he, uh, you send the check off. He'll send the book to you, and boom. So we're cutting it close if you want to do it for Christmas presents, I think. Yeah, it would be a perfect gift for uh, Syracuse fans, for sure. A- absolutely. Uh, the next thing I wanted to mention is I've been getting some emails, uh, things people like mostly. Actually, I haven't gotten an email on anything uh, on anything someone doesn't like. And I guess that's good. I'm good with that. But if you want to tell us you don't like something, you can always email us. And that email is qsmilitia at gmail.com. It's always open. I try my best uh, to personally respond to each one. So, um, you know, some people like the new fan feedback. And some people like just say, hey, what's up? Thanks for the show. Great show. So we appreciate that. I love hearing from you guys. I really do. I'm not just saying that to blow smoke. I'm serious. So, um, all right, the news. What happened while we were gone? Babers contract extension. Um, yes. No, no terms to co- disclose. No length, nor salary. But uh, it was reported, I guess, that there's speculation that's a six-year agreement. Um, as we all know, this past year he was in the bottom half of the ACC, and this is a much-deserved um, contract extension, and I'm sure a uh, terrific pay raise i'm hoping so yeah. there was actually a verbal agreement right before the georgetown game in the dome so nice um, it's tentative. i'm pumped about it i'm pumped too i mean what what is that just qualms all the talk about him leaving you know yeah but i mean you know which okay i i kind of get it on one hand people talking about him leaving people talk about him being maybe recruited from uh bigger bigger Power Five schools out of the SEC and stuff like that, but right. I mean, at you know, and I'm not saying 57's old, but at 57, when you've come here and you've really started to build something, and and you're at a school with with history and you know that a school that now fans are rallying around this football program and really boosting it up. At 57, you've started to build this and you're seeing everything come to fruition. Where are you gonna? I mean, why would you leave? And this right. the success and you know, so right, John Wildhack. Well, yeah, um, dude. You know, I mean, and what is it? What is it gonna do for recruiting, Joe? I mean, well, it's just you know, it locks him down. You know, it just lets the recruits know that he's here for the long haul, or at least the you know near future. But uh, I mean, realistically, like I mean, we've talked about it before. Babers just seems like a guy that he wants to prove people wrong. I mean, he's there's probably people that told him not to go to Syracuse. You know, probably told him that, you know, you have a great stepping stone or, you know, you might not want to go there. But um, I don't know. Like some people might look at it like it's where coaches go to die because it really hasn't been a great stepping stone lately. But at the end of the day, he seems like a guy that wants to prove people wrong. And he does see how bad the fans in the city want it and kind of need it. You know, it would be great for them to get back kind of on the same page what it was back in the day when they do he filled really that place. It. They do really need it, Joe. It's a good point because and it's it's yeah. it's what Syracuse is. Let's be right. honest. Syracuse is football and basketball. <laughs> if you ask yeah. anybody outside... It's a college town. Yeah. If you ask anybody outside of Syracuse, the only reason they know what Syracuse is and where it is is because of the basketball and football. You yeah. know, not so much the football lately, but Dino's changing that. Well, yeah. And um, Pascaloni had a bunch of years after McPherson had a yeah, bunch of absolutely. years. So we were yeah. 
And then, and, and, you know, that's what stability does. And we were fortunate enough to have a couple of decades worth of um, decent coaching and stability and, and good teams and consistency. And um, then we had <laughs> uh, the coaching turntable and it wasn't too good. I mean, we had a couple okay years with Marone and it looked like it was going to get all right. But, I mean, Robinson really just brought that down. And just to see a guy that looks like he seems to be all in. And uh, I think John Wildheck uh, coming from, you know, being a, a um, SU grad coming from ESPN. And I think he's really has a vision and knows what he's doing. And um, I just I'm just very, very excited for this program. I'm just sick and tired of this team being just, you know, either with Marone, a stepping stone or just, you know, where coaches go to die after three or four years. So, yeah, pumped up, man. Yeah, I'm pumped up, too. And, you know, we were supposed to do this show last night. And it was that was, you know, that was pretty much when it broke. So, so I mean, yeah, you know, everything. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. You had a day from hell. <laughs> yeah, I had a day from hell at work. And here's a funny story. You're just remind me. I got home really late. And, uh, well, not, I mean, late for me. It's just 6 o'clock in the evening. Or 7 right. o'clock in the evening, which is really late for me. Um, and I came home, and you'll never believe what I saw at my front door. There's this box sitting there. And, you know, we live out of town from all of our family and family in Syracuse. So we get all of our Christmas stuff shipped, like, every day. Just packages right. coming, right? At my door is this box. And I go to, like, open the door and, like, shove it in with my foot. You know, and it's heavy. So I pick it up. Guess huh. what it says on it? It says, Mother Evan. Q's crate. I am not kidding you. It's from, oh. it's from, it was from my mother-in-law. So that's a thing already. Who would have known? Wow. But yeah, nice. so I got. I don't know what's in it, but I mean, it said Q's crate right on the box. They should probably oh, you not didn't do open that. it up? No. I said, honey, oh, I think there's this a... This is a Christmas present, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, uh. a, it's a Christmas present from my in-laws. I said, honey, there's... Yeah, a- when you said that story, are you sure that someone just didn't return the one that you sent? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because as you know, Joe, as you know. Return to address. As you know, ours comes in an envelope. Q's crate comes in an envelope. Never once have I sent it in a box. So. Uh, no, it, I mean, you no. don't go over these things with me, so <laughs> how would I know? That's true. Um, the other news that broke. 
Andre Smith, kid walks on, uh, gets a scholarship. We were we were we were uh, really rooting for him to get a scholarship, and he gets a scholarship, and the kid starts killing it. He wins a Lou Groza Award. We were rooting for him to win the Lou Groza Award. We went over that. We we sent that around the socials, and he wins that award. Um, well, <laughs> now he's joining um, he's joining eight others uh, as the the ninth unanimous All American in program history from Syracuse. He joins Chris Gedney, uh, Roger Davis, Larry Zonka, Dwight Freeney, Don McPherson, Tim Green, Ernie Davis, and of course Jim Brown. What a freaking group to be a part of. <laughs> yeah, you're the, not lying. The first since the first since uh Dwight Freeney and man, he's just That's a short but a very impressive list. He the kid went from a walk on to a unanimous all American to the Groza Award on the to, big stage at yeah. the College Football Holy Awards. Oh, this kid is living the dream right now. I mean, yeah. it's crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean that that ride's got to be insane. Oh my gosh. Talk about a year. I know. That's a wild ride, kid bro. Kid started like this said. year paying for his school. Yeah, paying for a school <laughs> just hoping for a, a chance to kick field goals, you know what I mean? Like yeah. That's insane. I know. It's, it's, a great, it's a great story. It's a great story. It really so, is. It and really the fact is. that he's a – I mean, kickers don't leave school early. Right. I know, right? And yeah, he's, and he's a, a redshirt freshman. Yeah, he's an, and he's an NFL kicker, so we've got three years left of that. Yeah. So uh, it's amazing. I couldn't be happier for him. And I'm just so proud. I'm just proud of the team in general this year, but that's just the icing on the cake for me. I think it's yeah. awesome. Dude, this is one of the bigger – I mean, we've had more successful seasons, like not obviously this year, but like the previous years and stuff. I mean, I don't I don't know the last time we had a season with this kind of accolades. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, Andre Sisco getting the, what, All-American freshman yep, team. that's right. He is. That's right. And I think that he made third-team All-American – he Overall, did. just straight up on his own, so yeah. not even being a freshman. So I mean, and then getting a guy like this, uh, Lou Groza Award, uh, it's not easy <laughs> to win. So it's crazy. Joining just eight others in Syracuse football history for consensus All American as a, as a unanimous. So that is awesome. All yeah. Right. <clears throat> All right. So that is it. All right, Joe, ODU is 7-3. and three. They're coming into the Dome Saturday, December 15th, with a noon tip-off. Uh, the only away game they have was counted as a loss to St. Joseph's, 79-64. to 64. Other losses against Oregon State, 61-56 uh, to 56 in Northern Iowa, 53-54. to 54. Uh, But they also beat Northern Iowa in the very next game, 72-65. to 65. That's weird. Uh, yeah, I know. This is the, <laughs> this is the second team. Uh, that we've had that has played uh, two teams back to back, or yeah, one team back to back. Wild. I know it's some weird. kind of tournament thing. It's got to be. It's got to be. What is it? Because about? I think it was a neutral court. Yeah. I think was there were it? neutral court games and they were back to back. I don't okay. know. It's yeah. yeah. They got some weird stuff going on. So. It's weird. Um, uh, as a team, they're coming in shooting forty point six percent from the field and thirty five percent from three. They have two guys, Ahmad Caver and B.J. Stith, averaging eighteen points a game. Stith is hitting forty percent of his threes. Old Dominion, no slouch. Their best player from last year, Trey Porter, though he transferred to Nevada, still pretty good. Um, yeah. I, I hear, you know, I know, I I live. What fifteen minutes from this from from ODU twenty minutes from ODU down in Norfolk? You know you know what they say about those Norfolk folks, right? No, 
They don't drink, they don't smoke. Norfolk, Norfolk, Norfolk. You know? No, I've never heard that. (laughs) I don't get it. (laughs) Think about it. You might get it Must be a Norfolk thing. (laughs) You'll get it later. Um, Uh So, so, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, oh, fans here, they say Stith is, is streaky, but he's a, he's got solid numbers. So, yeah. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell he's me. He's the tell guy. Me. Yeah. Well, he, he's the guy. I mean, last year, like, uh, you touched on it last year, they, they finished 25 and 7, uh, 15 and 3 in the Conference USA, but they lost in the semifinals of Western Kentucky in their conference tournament. And oddly, after winning 25 games, they didn't play in a, well, didn't participate in a postseason tournament. I don't know if that was, um, you know, if they, just didn't want to, but um, either way, they didn't. Uh, this year, they come in. Six-year uh, head coach Jeff Jones uh, comes in, and pretty much a guard-laden team. Uh, again, you like you said, they're not they're not a slouch. Uh, they're led by, like you said, Hamad Caver and BJ Stith. They're both uh, senior guards, uh, and I went ahead and looked at some of their games all year, and pretty much like leading points, rebounds, and assists almost every game is either Stith or Caver. Um, last game actually bj stith actually scored uh 28 points and had 14 rebounds and Jeez. they beat, went yeah they beat fairfield i believe so um some of the other guys you got to worry about xavier green uh he's a 39 percent uh three-point shooter he's six six sophomore he averaged about seven and a half points and four rebounds um marquise goodwin uh another guard six five sophomore averages seven points three rebounds they got a, another guard who's um He's improving every game. Uh, freshman Jason Wade, uh, he's a six-five um, guard, and you're going to see a little bit of of height. They do have, I think, last year they had two, two transfers, right? Don't they have they, two seven-footers down low? Yeah, they got two seven-footers. But the thing is, is that they haven't, they have yet to really like put up points. And yeah, when I look back at like a lot of the box scores that they have, because yeah. because of the teams that they played, most of the time they don't have that height. Um, so you can tell that if if ODU can get away with playing four guards and, and one of their forwards, um, the main one being Aaron Carver, a six-seven junior who averages around five rebounds, doesn't even average a point a game though. So offensive-wise, he's pretty much you know. But um, they want to be they're guard-centric basically, and um, our matchup is going to pose a little bit of a problem with the people that we have because I mean, like last box score I checked it against Fairfield. Um, the center there that transferred from um, LSU, Albert Robinson the third. He's a, a, a seven foot one, I think, two hundred and eighty pounds senior. Um, he only played seven. He started, but only played seven minutes. So, and he's only averaging like two points, two rebounds. So he doesn't play a lot. But uh, I'm guessing that their big men are going to have to play a little bit more this game. Um, but again, they have they have the they have the guards to beat us. And obviously, it starts with stopping uh, BJ Stith and then Ahmad Caver, who um, yeah, can you know penetrate and get in the lane and, and make some plays. So, um, but I do think they're going to have a problem with our length. I think it just comes down to whether or not uh, we can kind of rebound and, and use our height to to our advantage. Um, checking the Ken Palms, um, he's moved SU up to overall 16th. Um, their off adjusted offensive uh, rating is ranking is 38, and adjusted defense is 10th. Now, when you look at ODU's, their adjusted offense 196th. Um, their total, I think they're 87th and, but their defense is, uh, 27th. So that's really what I'm looking at. It looks like they got some tough, uh, guards. They're going to, they're going to get in us. They're going to play, you know, kind of the way that UConn, Georgetown, those kind of guards played. Um, 
So they have the guards to stay with us in the three-point shooting. And, um, you never really know how they're going to handle the zone, but I think the wild card is is are their big men going to be able to step in and or are they going to have to, I should say. Well, um, are, they gonna be, are they going to be able to get away with playing us the way they played other teams and keep it close or are they going to be forced to bring some bigger guys in who really haven't had to be in there for crunch time? So um, overall, I think it's a good matchup for us. But again, this is a team that if, you know, we show up like Cornell. These these guys are better than Cornell. So, right, absolutely. It's a kind of a different animal, though. I mean, um, their their guys down low are tall. They're lengthy, but they're you know they're subpar. I yeah. watch watch me say that and have them tear it. Well, up, this but. is the thing: is if they were above par, then they would be taking advantage of their mismatches against these other teams. Right. Exactly. But instead, they're playing against a Fairfield, and they feel like their best lineup is to put four guards in and a six-seven-six-eight forward. Right, but you don't want them to get hot, though. I'm not. I'm. 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 I started the segment saying they're no slouch, and they're not. Because no, they're definitely. They're no. They're definitely not. It's just one of those things where we ha- we have to understand that down low, they're really not. I mean, their best rebounder is BJ Stith at six-five. Right. So yeah. uh, we have to we have to be able to dominate the boards. We can't give up. a that kind of stuff. Yeah, and let's see. Um, I think they average around 11, somewhere, I think around 11 turnovers a game as well. So I think we got to get that number up a little higher. They average around 40 rebounds a game. And, yep, 66 uh, points a game. Uh, uh, but their hold, defense is good. Yeah, That's the thing. Yeah, they're out-rebounding most of their, their um, opposition. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think the 2-3 zone, I think it's going to be key. It just depends on if we can slow those slow uh Caver and Stiff down and you know, yeah. that's where their money is, man. That's where their bread and butter is, is those two guys. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. most likely I get like they're like I said again, they're guard centric. Majority of their guards, I mean, uh, there's a lot of guards that play and there's they have some decent. I mean, they got five really good guards. Um you know, D1 good college basketball player guards and uh whether they're going to try to speed us up, try to, you know, put the pressure on, you know, getting the ball yeah. up, that kind of stuff, that's one thing. But, I mean, this seems like, to me, a team that's probably going to settle for a lot of jumpers. Yeah, and I'm not worried about teams trying to speed us up. But we've seen people – we've seen teams already this year try that. It doesn't work. Yeah, for the most part, we beat the press pretty well. It's just, again, with the, when you're playing against a good defense uh, – and it takes a little while to get your set set up, you know. When you do right. that, it takes a lot off the, the shot clock when you put the pressure on them just to get the ball up the court. So Yeah, if you get you the know, ball over and there's 20 seconds left, yeah. Right. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that there's going to be times in this game where our offense is going to look ugly. And most likely it's going to be definitely in the beginning if we go by any <laughs> – if you go by any history of these last couple of games uh, and the way that we've been playing slow, the way that these teams are going to feel each other out uh, – that's just kind of how it is in the beginning, almost every single game. So, and our offense has been slow. And these guys are going to be coming out, and they're going to be playing tough D. So, yeah, they got nothing to lose. Exactly. And again, that's kind of the way that you got to look at it with the way that Bayheim's going. Is you know just you know they're going to feel out the zone and do what they do, and Bayheim's going to try to figure out what they're trying to do. And come halftime, they're going to make the adjustments. And let's just hope that our offense can figure it out, you know. I'm hoping that our we can get some one-on-one matchups. I mean, on paper, I don't see anybody that's really going to guard um, Brissett down low, let alone some of our other guys. Like, again, unless we're going to see a lot of these big men that we really haven't seen that much this year. So, you know, unless yeah. they hit a bunch of threes or you got some guys that come in, like some big guys that come in and dominate the game when 
they really haven't dominated a game this year, then I mean, there's a couple guys you got to worry about. And, you know, other than that, I think we should be okay. It's just, again, just can't play complacent. You uh, can't let them get a 13-point lead in the first half. Right, exactly. Uh, so, um, the line's not out yet. So, no. the last time the line wasn't out, I said, hey, Joe, will you tweet out your my bookie pick when the line comes out? And Joe said, yeah, man, I could do that. I could do that. Sure, I'll get on the socials and I'll do that. And then Joe didn't. So, Well, that's just my <laughs> default answer for what I, I don't know. So, I mean, sorry. It's like you got a you got oh my gosh, I got you got an answering machine in my brain when you ask me that one. I'm sorry, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta. I'll take care of it, guys. Okay, I'm gonna take responsibility. No, I know you'll do it because what I'll do is the day before the well tomorrow the line will come out tomorrow. So tomorrow when the line comes out, I'll be like, hey Joe, don't forget to get on the socials and do your my bookie pick. I mean, I was really busy last week. Oh, sure. I was. Sure, yeah. Oh, dude, I worked late hours. I had to get up. I had to work Saturday morning. Uh, I had a birthday party to go to. Plus, there was already the game. Oh, man, dude, I was just swamped. Birthday parties don't count, bro. That's not. It was after the game, but I had to pick up some stuff. I mean, it's complicated, man. Yeah, it's complicated. All right. So, we'll get that MyBookie pick out. That'll be on me if it fails this time. Okay. Oh, you're going to put it on you? No, it's my responsibility to remind you to do it. Oh. Okay? Yeah. Are we clear? Yeah, I'm not going to do it. No. No. No, You're going to do it. Yeah. But I'm going to remind you to. Wait, you're going to do it. No, I'm going to remind you to do it. Oh, okay. (laughs) He's a little slow, folks. A a lot slow. Hey, man. Uh, So, all right. It should be a good game. I think the Uh. next couple games are going to be the toughest out of the four. Yep. That we have left in non-conference. So, There's a lot uh, of stuff going on, too. Yeah. well, Exams, I, holidays, I, students leaving here shortly. Sure, Ugh. sure, sure. I did take a poll, though, um, on the um, how we were going to finish up in non-conference. With the four games left, ODU, number 14, Buffalo, Arkansas State, St. Bonaventure. Um, how do you see non-conference record wrapping up? And I got 1% at 8 and 5, okay? That guy, that one guy. Uh, 2% at... Of course, troll. At, yeah. 2% at 9 and 4. Um, and then we've got at 46%, this is, this is what I chose. I picked him to go... I picked him to go 4, or excuse me, 3 and 1 over these four games. And not that I don't have faith that they can go 4 and 0, oh, but... Uh, you think they're going to lose to Buffalo. I think Buffalo's going to be really tough because Buffalo... Gave us a run for our money. We almost lost to Buffalo last year at home. So it was really Dude, they beat Arizona in the NCAA tournament last year. Right. First round. Exactly. They didn't just – I mean, it wasn't a Cinderella beat. It was a beat. So, yeah. They so I beat them. I picked 10 and 3. That's 46%. But, oh, the Orange Faithful, I love you guys at 51%. The majority of Orange Faithful picking 11-2 non-conference schedule. I like it. It should be. I like it. Out of 170 votes. Not bad, guys. Appreciate that. Um, so, all right. We'll see what happens. Um, all right. 
thanks to everybody. Thanks to everybody who participated in the poll. Thanks to all of you who are listening. Uh, thanks for helping spread the word, all of you. I know some of you on uh, email and talk about spreading the word and everything, and I appreciate that very much. Um, yes, sir. Uh, JP Mulligans. Thank you, JP Mulligans. Happy hour every Monday through Friday. Shout out to Nick. Uh, four, shout out to Nick. Four to six. Trivia Tuesdays. Every NFL game. Every Sunday. And of course, they play every uh, SU game. So go there. Grab a brew. Grab a Coke. Whatever's your dig. Uh, I know our boy Gio. He's grabbing a Coke. So uh, he's grabbing yeah. a Coke and some wings. And he, yes, can't, he can't stool up, but he sure can get a booth. So yep. do one of those things. And Shopping Town Mall Barbershop open Tuesday to Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.45 and Saturday, 7 to 2. $15 cuts with six full-time barbers. Family-friendly, old-school atmosphere TVs for your view and pleasure. While you get tightened up there, go see Joe. Go see Dino. Tell them Sean and Joe from the Q's Militia podcast sent you. And what they're going to do for you is nothing. But... Yeah. You'll get a fresh cut <laughs> but for still $15. Get it. They'll still cut your hair if you tell them, I promise. Um, yeah. Also, thank you. Pick uh, a number. Stand in line. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, But they got TVs there. So you pick a number, you watch TV. What the hell's the difference? Hey, man, I loved it. Yeah, it just reminds got, me of a deli for a little bit. Yeah. And, <laughs> 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 yeah, it does. Uh, and um, so I'm Trail All Americans. Uh, my bookie. Am I forgetting anybody? And all you guys. I said all you guys. I always say all you guys. I always do it. So, for Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Cue the bells. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia Podcast. The fan's voice with Sean and Joe. I'm not sure that that motion you're making is bell shaking, Joe. Allegedly. (laughs) It doesn't look like you're shaking bells. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home yes, cool. or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply.